Welcome back to the Armor Men's Health Hour with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Hour. I'm Dr. Mystery, your host, delivering a action-packed and information-filled hour of life. (laughs) I'm a board-certified urologist and I'm here with my amazing office manager, partner in crime, and co-host, Donna Lee. And friend. Yes. That's right. We are friends. I'm super excited about this segment. You know what's funny is... My husband's listening right now. Sometimes you do this show without me, but I can't do this show without you. No. Because you have the microphones. That's right. I have all the equipment in my purse. (laughs) And you know what you're doing. (laughs) Big shout out to our friends at KLBJ News Radio Mm -hmm. for being uh, wonderfully open-minded about this show. That's true. Thanks, Daniel. We'll see how today goes. Yeah. (laughs) It might be our last week on KLBJ. (laughs) And for those of you that um, uh, listen to the show uh, while you're driving in the car, but then want to catch up on episodes that you haven't heard, can get us on our podcast. Everywhere. Armor, cool? A-R-M-O-R, Men's Health. You can get it wherever you get your podcast. I think it's so cool. You can go to iTunes and hear us and tell Alexa at home. You can. It That's... is unfortunately a really important part of my self-worth now. Oh, me too. So so please, honey, would you please, uh, my wife, that is, uh, would you please go download another the, 300 times? The <laughs> only time you call me after 8 p.m. on a weekday is when we had 1,400 downloads. <laughs> <laughs> like, why oh is he God. calling me? <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> you, you know, one of the great things about this show, Donna, is that uh, what what Kelly, our kind KLBJ of ma- KLBJ manager here, says is that this is the most time that a lot of patients will get with a urologist. Mm-hmm. And after I see how a lot of urologists treat their patients, I mean, really, 60 <laughs> minutes really is a lot, long time. That's true. I thought, you know, I, I really try to take advantage of this time to really in-depthly talk about things that patients may not think about or know about or really feel embarrassed about. Mm-hmm. As a continuation of a previous segment, I uh, we we have again uh, welcome Dr. David Dellinger from Elysian Plastic Surgery, our partner in genital plastic surgery. Join and us. Wellness. Today. Genital wellness. That's right. <laughs> Thanks a lot, David. Thanks for joining us. Oh, thank you for inviting me. You know, one of the things that we work on together is a very unique approach to helping men increase the girth of, uh, of their penis. It is not for us to really, really, really look deeply and question men's desires for why they want it. Why, why they want to have it. I mean, but sometimes, I mean, you know, these things come in varieties and some men would like to overcome what maybe, you know, genetics gave them and get something that looks better and feels more comfortable. It certainly is a very personal choice. You know, we do talk a lot about people's motivations, you know, guys' motivations for wanting to come do this. And I've kind of put it down to the fact that, you know, whatever your penis size is, is probably related to how much money you have in the bank. How, no matter how much you have, you always wish you had a little bit more, right? Yes, that's right. You can never be too thin, too rich, or, too you know. Too handsome. <laughs> And so, um, you know, for a a lot of men, this idea of genital enhancement is not going to be a life-threatening one, but certainly can really impact their self-esteem, how they feel when they're undressed, and kind of, you know, how they perceive themselves when they're both sexually intimate, uh, as well as just kind of how they're being looked at by others. And and this is true. I think that whether you want to admit it or not, there's a lot of information in the media that has to do with masculinity and penis size and whether it's true or not, whether it has your their ability to impact, you know, being able to have satisfaction with their partners. So it, it is a great deal of focus. It's one of those things that previously has just not been talked about, but 
now people are talking about it, especially thanks to the miracle of the Internet. <laughs> the joke on the Internet is when, when you get lots of spam, you're being offered pills that give you penile enhancement kind of benefits. But there's no pill, right? There's nothing out there, you know, <laughs> chemically that you're, especially that you're going to buy over the counter that's going to be able to help. Obviously, I'm sure you write lots of Cialis and Viagra prescriptions, and yes, those can help. But they're not going to help with, you know, length or girth. And, you know, interestingly enough, a lot of men worry about what their penis looks like when it's erect, but a lot of men mm-hmm. worry about how girthy and long it looks when it's flaccid. I have so many men that kind of try to explain away things when they're getting a vasectomy, talking <laughs> about how they're showers, not growers. You know, we offer something that both improves the girth and the appearance of the penis, both in the flaccid as well as the erect state. Yes, yes, it definitely can. Certainly, it with enhancement, does achieve more of a shower type of appearance versus the, the grower, the grower concept. Uh, in the past, uh, some things that uh, haven't really worked are harvesting fat from other areas and injecting it into the penile shaft. Also, um, just like laying in the tissue like alloderm or some kind of false kind of tissue also hasn't been as successful because the body kind of reacts to that tissue and you can end up with kind of not the best cosmetic and functional outcome, right? And certainly they're, they're much more invasive, more aggressive procedures requiring more anesthesia. The results are, have less outcome. I mean, we do fat grafting all the time in plastic surgery, whether it's Brazilian butt lifts or to faces or some practices do fat grafting to the breast. You know, results that I've seen uh, have not been particularly good in terms of I would want to adopt fat grafting as part of my practice. I think another difference between the penis and other parts of the body is the fact that the penis gets erect. So the underlying tissue in the penis changes from soft to hard, from soft to hard. So if you put something over it to make it more girthy, it's going to change its appearance, you know, as you get an erection. And this is very true. And also you have to graft a significantly larger amount of fat in than you think you're going to need because you may lose 50% or more of the fat that's grafted. And patients can be very disappointed with the fact that they start out thinking, things are going pretty well and then you lose half or more of what's been added Uh, women more and more are getting fillers fillers put into their lips put into the creases of their of their face uh, and other things to kind of overcome the effect that skin thinning or muscular or fat thinning in the face might have and so it's that same filler technological advancements that really helped propel the kind of enhancement that we do right yes that's correct it's uh very similar to other products, but it's the next step forward in fillers. Maybe you could describe what what makes up the filler and then kind of the process of how we put it in. It's basically a small amount of an ultra-high purified medical-grade silicone oil that's uh, similar to a product that's used for ocular or eyeball injections, which if you can put it in your eye, it's probably safe to put in your (laughs) penis. Also used um, (laughs) with another product called carboxymethylcellulose, which has been used with filler products for many, many years. It's kind of like the vehicle that it that it drives that silicone in right yes that's correct and the combination of the two is what sets up this stimulation or uh, slight inflammatory process and which leads to the growth of new tissue into the area to replace the cmc that's really important that you that you make that distinction so we're not just taking and just sticking some rocks underneath the skin or just something filling the skin that can go away or can mold and in like like a gel we're really putting something in there that ultimately will build up the tissue and give you more girth that that will stick around 
Oh, yeah, that's correct. That's obviously you don't really want to put something in, such as a hyaluronic product. People can do, and it works, but you're also kind of watching it dissolve slowly over the next 12 to 18 months, and the money you've invested into this and the time and the effort just goes away. And so when we do this, uh, what kind of anesthetic can a person expect to um, receive? Usually we start out with a topical numbing cream that we put on for about 45 minutes, and that usually makes the entire area completely numb. I do add a little bit local anesthetic, which patients should feel little if nothing at that point, then we can add the product. And then and a, the product's added through like a needle that's put in through the skin, right mm-hmm. to the right layer above mm-hmm. the erectile bodies and between the muscle of the, of the penis. Yes, we use a lot of, use several syringes, uh, similar to like insulin syringes, where we can just put tiny little bits in at a time to slowly kind of build up the area until we can sort of add enough product to get a optimum result for before and after effects what's with the percentage of growth what do you notice typically speaking for the average male in the united states that's about five and a half inches in erect length and four and a half inches in erect girth if they can increase their circumference by three quarters of an inch to an inch they're probably going to improve their volume by anywhere between 32 to 38 percent wow with one treatment yeah. You hear that, Michael? Guess what you're getting for Christmas, Michael. <laughs> and so when people get this done, they're able to drive home. There's some effects that are immediate and some that are that take some time to develop, right, in terms of that inflammatory response. Yes, and there, there will be some swelling from the procedure, some bruising, but most patients find that they have very little to no pain other than just what Tylenol will take care of. Now, how much can people expect to pay? Uh, right now, to do the shaft portion, the main portion is 5400 If they do the glands or the head at the same time, it's an additional 1200 About 70% of patients do both, and that would be 6600 for both. And if they want to uh, call you to make an appointment, they can call us at 512-238-0762 or call Dr. Dellinger's office directly at 512-229-1978. You know, I think that you and I need to put some webinars together and Mm -hmm. really educate people on this sometime shortly, don't you think? Oh, I agree, definitely. That's right. Our email address is armormenshealth at gmail.com. That's armormenshealth at gmail.com and I'll respond to the emails. Well, thank you guys so much for joining us and uh, stick around. The Armor Men's Health Hour will be right back. If you have questions for Dr. Mystery, email him at armormenshealth at gmail.com. 